Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. What a save! in with the glove. Unbelievable! Big David, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. This is a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton Oilers are doing on the power play. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Evan Bouchard with a little snapshot from the right point. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Connor McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Scott joining you. Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. The day after uh, a real tough night for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Oilers returning last night back from Montreal after what amounted to a three-game, ten-day road trip. This is Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show. Uh, a recap, albeit a brief one, of uh, last night's uh, 4-0 loss at the hands of uh, the Canadians. Uh, probably one of the Oilers' worst two or three performances all season long. 
Uh, didn't have much going from the get-go. I think I had Edmonton at only two scoring chances the entire game. Canadians obviously not playing for a week, uh, but they were fresh, and Edmonton at times appeared a little bit uh, disengaged in last night's encounter. We will get to a uh, conversation. Uh, Connor McDavid, it's it's interesting what's going on out there Um Really interesting. And I'm going to take you down a little bit different path on this. Uh, he did not get suspended. $5,000 fine for flicking an elbow at uh, Jesperi Kakaniemi. Uh, man, there's, uh, uh, you know, there used to be a saying, uh, don't say much and uh, you'll benefit by not saying much and you don't want to be the one that uh, cries wolf and all that kind of stuff. I think we live in a different time where maybe you do want to... Uh, uh, yammer away for calls and that sort of thing. And, and so we're going to get into that conversation point coming up a little bit later on in terms of how the game is officiated and, uh, is the NHL, uh, do, do they need to maybe take a path like the NBA and the NFL, which have gone, uh, out of their way over the last 15 years to really protect their stars in those respective sports? Does the NHL have to do something similar? Uh, Brian Lawton coming up at 1235. David Staples, Cult of Hockey at 105. Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Whitcroft, 135. You can reach us at any time in the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 7804960063. The River Cree has multiple Dreamcatcher Spawn Stay packages available for booking. Call one eight four 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 two five twenty seven thirty three, or visit rivercreeresort.com backslash stay. You can uh, text us as well on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, where you'll find everything you'll need for your next flooring project at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally at Bob underscore Stoffer and tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. Uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Straight into an abbreviated version of the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Oilers lose last night 4 nothing in Montreal. Here's Cam Moon with the call. Referees Chris Schlinker and Kevin Pollock, David Brisbois and Scott Cherry on the lines. Drop the puck underway here in Montreal. Puck into the Montreal zone. Up the right side, Lekkinen gets it out to Kotkaniemi. In over the Oiler line, left side, gives the puck to Byron in front. Kotkaniemi scores! 18 seconds in, and Kotkaniemi was wide open in front of the Oiler net. It's 1-0 Montreal. Well, the play starts at the other end of the ice. Devin Shore blew a wheel right in front of the net. Canadians got going on a three on two and uh, Edmonton never got back on support of the play and that was it it was all over at that point uh, I said Devin Shore blew a wheel he actually got clipped by a Arturi Lekkinen. Uh no call yeah, it's 18 seconds into the game Canadians come down the ice on a three on two bit of a misread on the chase by Dujar Kara and uh, Chris Russell ended up going to the same guy in Cockney ended up getting a free look. The game, play got reviewed. Uh, Oilers, I was a little bit surprised by the review. I never thought for a second that the goal uh, was going to be taken off the board. It was, You know what? one nothing, and Edmonton seemingly never got into it. The Canadians were the better team in every way, shape, and form. Here is Dave Tippett's assessment of the loss to Montreal last night. Uh, we didn't start very well, we didn't play very well, and didn't end very well. That's about it. Did you sense or see this coming uh, in any way? Like, did you, what do you think, was was it energy, or, you know, what do you think this was? Uh, uh, there's sometimes when your team just doesn't seem like they've got what they need to win. Tonight was one of those nights. Uh 
the owners uh, take the loss, and uh, you know what? It was a unique road trip. Obviously, you go to Montreal, you're expecting, the, and the Canadians, I think, were helped by the break. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say they. Were, I, I'm told by some they were starting to play a little bit better, but there'd been a. I think they went five, three, and 50, uh, five over their previous 13 games. Montreal looked good last night. They looked sharp. They looked fresh, and they scored early. And, uh, you know, no chance for Koskinen to face that A-grade caliber of opportunity, you know, 15 seconds into a hockey game. Um, Oilers faced a little bit of adversity, and people say, well, so what? It's their job, yada, 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 the whole spiel. Um, I mean, they had three games postponed against Montreal, got stuck in a hotel for a week. Then they go to Toronto, played two games where, where frankly, Toronto was probably – the first game you could argue the Oilers, certainly the McDavid line was really creating some chances and, and had a pretty good night against Toronto. But maybe the lines two, three, four had some challenges. And then in the second game, I thought Toronto was better. Mike Smith stole it. Edmonton got three out of a possible four points in Toronto. They end up, you know, you know, 500 on the road trip. But the reality of the situation is I think it was a taxing road trip, but I don't think they had a lot of energy. And I think that was pretty evident last night. Here's uh, Oilers captain Connor McDavid's take on how they handled the adversity of the road trip. I mean, obviously not an ideal situation here. I mean, this has been one of the the longest road trips I think I've ever been on. And it's, uh, you know, we played three games. So, you know, lots of uh, sitting around doing nothing. You know, but I think overall, I liked our two games in Toronto and uh, didn't like our one here tonight. So I guess you asked, you know, how we responded. I would say not bad, average, I would say. Adam Larson uh, says the trip was tough, but they don't want to make excuses for how it ended. I believe we can come back in pretty much every game. It doesn't matter what the score is. We got so many players, high town players that can score. So I we believe to the last second, but some nights it doesn't happen. Tonight it didn't. And, but we we have a high belief in there. Uh, that was Adam Larson commenting uh, on the fact that he felt like the Oilers uh, were never out of a game. I mean, maybe if the McDavid goal uh, that got called off in the second period, 3-1 game, maybe I, you have a chance to bounce back. But last night, to me, I, I mean, it, it was just one of those nights where it didn't look like Edmonton was going to generate much. Here's Adam Larson saying the trip was tough. No excuses. It's been a long couple of days at the hotel. Uh, obviously, that wasn't the way we planned this trip, uh, but I mean, yeah, he's right. It's, it felt felt like a like a long time, but now we're we're up and running again. And I mean, it's no excuses, really. I mean, it, we expected a tough game today, a hard hard working team. They've been sitting resting for a long time, so uh, and I mean. This this stuff happened throughout the year, so it's nothing to get too riled up about. There you go. That's a veteran Adam Larson. So so here's the deal. Um, I'll be intrigued on two different fronts tonight on the Ashley Fine Floors uh, text line, and you can text us seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. So here's part one. Should the Oilers be concerned? about what happened. I mean, it drops Edmonton after the loss last night uh, to 19-8-1 and over their last 28 games. Now, yeah, but guy, and we have yeah, but guy that texts the show, yeah, but guy will say, 
Yeah, but the Oilers are just 1-1-1 and in their last three games, and they were outplayed uh, for sure in two of the three games, maybe all three. Yeah. I would suggest to you that in a normal 82-game season, uh, you're probably going to have even good teams, even great teams, have a couple off nights. The Oilers, at no point, if you listen to the show during the course of the season, have we referred to Edmonton as being a top-six elite team in the NHL. I think they're a good team. I think they're uh, 6 through 12, 7 through 12, maybe 7 through 14 type team in the NHL, or maybe 8 through 16 might be more appropriate. Montreal on paper, when they get all their guys back, they're going to have a good team. Uh, I mean, they went through a difficult stretch with Dominic Ducharme when he took over. Claude Julien had the better record. They got two good goaltenders. When they get Sherratt back, they got a big top 4D. The word is they're looking for another defenseman if they can move out Lekkonen's contract. Create some cap space. Uh, they're going to get to Foley back. I mean, they had money to spend, and they spent it this past offseason. There's another organization that's going to be in that position coming up this fall. Or, sorry, this uh, this summer. Uh, Edmonton has limited wiggle room. That is the situation, the scenario that Ken Holland inherited. So, Toronto's got a good team. Winnipeg's got a good team. Montreal's got a good team. There's no question about it. And if you're not on it, you can have what happened last night, which was a, a thorough domination from start to finish uh, for the Montreal Canadiens. The Oilers flew home last night after the game. It's an off day today. They'll be back at practice tomorrow. We'll see. It's interesting. Last couple games, we saw Lagason's minutes get dropped a bit. Now, he did get in a fight last night with Josh Anderson. It was good for him. Um, uh, Anderson and him had had an exchange in the previous game, and then there was a little bit of a stick play involved. And so maybe part of the reason why his minutes dropped a little bit was because of the fight. But um, I wonder if that'll provide an opportunity for maybe Caleb Jones at some point to get back in the lineup here. Uh, again, for me, based on how Jim Playfair is coaching uh, right now, I would suggest that Bouchard is not getting in unless there's an injury on the right side. I just don't see them flipping him over there. Plus, there's the whole issues with moving guys on and off the taxi squad as well. Again, you can text us at any time at 7804960063. All right, let's go to our uh, top story. Uh, and, Brendan, I'm going to get you to chime in on this as well. Uh, top story is brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Home and no payments, no interest for one year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Do you believe the NHL protects their stars the same way the NBA and the NFL do? It's a simple question, yes or no. Text us at 7804960063. Last night, Connor McDavid... Uh, flicked an elbow at uh, Jesperi Kakaniemi. Uh, some people reacted as though it was something that we would have seen out of Slapshot in the mid-1970s. Uh, guys that actually grew up and, and gals that grew up watching Gordie Howe would say that elbow was nothing. Uh, for those of us that were privileged enough to watch Mark Messi in his prime, he did that about four times a game. And for me, one of the most poignant moments of all time was watching the Detroit, uh, the Dallas Stars run Pavel Bure, who was a great player, uh, including Shane Sherlock come in late and from behind Bure on a play after Bure had already been drilled to the ice and getting an extra shot at him. And then Bure uh, getting up and Sherlock going up the ice and Pavel Bure launching the mother of all elbows on Shane Sherlock and knocking him out cold. Because sometimes in hockey, the players have to create, the star players have to create a little bit of space for themselves. Now, we have people that will say, Stauffer, you're an idiot. McDavid already draws, like most years, top five penalty calls in the league. Has it occurred to you that maybe he should be 
drawing the most calls given, hey, Edmonton, Edmonton got lucky. They won a lottery in a year and got McDavid. But the fact of the matter is you heard Kevin Bieksa, who's a uh, you know, solid NHL defenseman that backed up his toughness all the time, said, I would lean and go after McDavid every chance I could. And part of that's in terms of how the game has been historically uh, officiated, which is why Gordie Howe protected himself, which is why. Mark Messier protected himself. I mean, there's an, you can go on YouTube right now. There's an entire Mark Messier anthology, Mark Messier elbows and slashes. And for those of us that watched it during the 1980s, yeah, that's kind of what you had to do. Uh, Burry in the 1990s was not immune to, you know, getting his stick up or, or drilling a guy with an elbow. Came with the territory. The NBA used to be very physical. The Detroit Pistons pounded the Chicago Bulls when the Pistons went back-to-back national championships. They went after Michael Jordan. They hacked him every chance they got. The NBA has moved to a league where they protect the stars. The NFL used to have the Pittsburgh Steelers in the mid-1970s. Their cornerbacks used to, you know, basically tackle guys at the line of scrimmage. And, uh, and, and you know, they, today they would have been called for pass interference every play in the wide receivers. And there used to be lots of headshots on quarterbacks, and lots of quarterbacks get hit late. I mean, at one point, I forget the player. I think he might have even played for the Eskimos later in his career. But the guy who slammed Jim McMahon with the Chicago Bears in about 87, I'm thinking, uh, you know, picked him up and grabbed him after McMahon had thrown a pass and, you know, wrecked his shoulder. I mean, that's we, we've moved away from that in those other sports. And I do think we're at a kinder, gentler place in hockey. But I wonder, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this. Texas at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. To me, McDavid. I mean, the the, the, the fine's fine. It's a five thousand dollar fine. He didn't get suspended. Brendan, are you surprised he didn't get suspended? No, I thought if anything, a fine was appropriate. Uh, it, it looked like more of a glancing blow than we've seen on multiple occasions this year. So a fine seems fine to me. Yeah. Uh, Again, uh, in my opinion, the NHL doesn't uh, protect their stars the way the NBA and the NFL does. The star players like Connor McDavid have to create their own space. It's nothing compared to what we used to see. Uh, I was surprised at how much venom was out there. And then it started making me think, well, where's this coming from? Is this coming from fans that hate the Oilers or don't like McDavid? Or or would I, like, okay, Matthew Kachuk. As an example, one of his first games, he slew foots uh, Brandon Davidson in a scrum behind the goal and concusses him, knocks him out of the lineup for a while. And Matthew Kachuk, there was a time when he was playing with Calgary. I think back to the orders being in there in November of 2018, he would start stuff and come in late on guys, and he'd do some pretty cheap things on the ice, and he wouldn't back it up. Well, guess what happened? He started backing it up in, in late January of 2019. He's fought a bunch. Um, some would say he's not been as an effective of a player as a result, but he's he's I think he's played with a greater degree of honor. I mean, Marty McSorley when he went to Los Angeles stirred up a lot of crap, but totally became a spot picker for the first couple of years. Then he started fighting again, and he could fight like he could last with anybody, and he could take a punch. Like when you go as long as he went with Bob Probert for a minute and a half to two minutes in a couple of the greatest fights of all time, you could take a punch and you could fight. And so he became more. I, I'm just. I'm really interested to see what people think about this. Um, I do think that they need to call more penalties, and I do think that that would benefit McDavid. Now, would it have made a difference in last night's hockey game? No. 
The Montreal Canadiens were winning that game. Edmonton wasn't going to win that game. The Oilers weren't good enough. But give me your thoughts, Texas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 80496 63 It's 1224 in Edmonton. We'll come back with NHL today when we return on Oilers Now. Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30, Chad. Welcome back, everybody. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Brian S. has jumped in. He says, Bob, if Connor McDavid doesn't want to get run, he should do stuff like he did last night. By the way, Kotkaniemi is a better player than Nugent Hopkins. Okay. Again, you can uh, text us at 780-496-0063. says, Bob, LA won two cups playing football. Interference and tackling. Whose fault? Um, This text comes in from Phil, who's the San Jose Sharks fan. Bob, I don't think my texts are getting through. Curious as to your thoughts on how Cassian doesn't get penalized for leaving his feet to hit guys. He did it in both Toronto's games. It's trying to keep me honest. Uh, again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. Andy, the carpet guy, says, Bob and Brendan, generic, benign, safe, and boring. NHL uh, refereeing in today's world, considering today's players are ultra-skilled and dynamic. Uh, <laughs> Oilers GM, no concern whatsoever. It was a one-off for the Oilers. Too many... Uh, uh, hurt fans. There's a word that came before that. The principal point of contact was the shoulder, not the head. He barely got the head. Can't believe this is getting as much attention as it was. Um, Carson says, if anybody's laying the heat right now, actually watch the other games, they'd see that Connor gets anything but the star treatment out there. This league is run by grinders from Carson. You can text us at 780-496-0063. It's 1228 in Edmonton. Here we go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, six games in the league tonight. Big one in the North Division. The Jets are hosting the Maple Leafs with first place on the line. Then Vancouver is home to Calgary. Uh, Shane Gostisbehere cleared waivers yesterday. Condors lost again last night to San Jose. Jay Woodcroft has more coming up at 135. And your Edmonton Oil Kings have the Red Deer Rebels on top this weekend. Good stuff. 1229 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, we'll hook up with Brian Lawton for Mattress Superstore. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.